While much of the world is busy making resolutions that may not last a month, I want to encourage you instead to make a plan for the most life-changing habit you can have in this life, reading your Bible. It's time to put down the excuses. It's time to go to second mile and finally reading your Bible. Hey, this is Travis Agnew. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile. It is a call for Jesus, uh, for his disciples, not to settle for the mediocre Christian life, just doing the bare minimum, but to go in all the way. And so on this first episode of this uh, new year, uh, I want to talk to you about a uh, a very important topic that really is kind of the heart of what we do here. Uh, So I started this podcast about three years ago. It's hard to believe it's going into the fourth year now, and this being the 154th episode. And uh, what I want to talk to you about today is that most life-changing habit that you can have in your lifetime. Uh, It is reading your Bible. And if you are... um, have been a part of this podcast or listened to anything, you'll know that from time to time, I'm going to come up uh, back to this topic about reading your Bible, and uh, unashamedly so, because my belief is that if you get this one habit down in your life, every other worthwhile habit will come around at some point. Uh, And you may say, well, that, that sounds too simplistic. I'm telling you that every single worthwhile habit uh, that we should do to live for Christ in this world is not only spoken of in Scripture, but through the Scripture, it teaches us how to actually uh, fulfill those callings on our life. So this is so important. And I know that uh, it's really easy to say, okay, well, it's the beginning of the new year. So is this about a Bible reading plan? And we're going to get to some of those things in the next few weeks. But I want to do something very unique. uh, And I want to help give you some uh, practical baby steps, regardless of where you are on this journey, to make sure you're continuing to uh, develop in this habit. And then in a couple of weeks, after we've done a couple of training, uh, practicing, uh, what I want to do is to give you an assignment and help you understand understand the big narrative of scripture so that you can walk away and say that you are a workman that is trying to accurately handle the word of truth. And uh, that is our calling to do. And so with it, uh, regardless if you have been successful in this in the past, or you've been just completely uh, just failed at it miserably, I think that hopefully I can give you some tips that might help you actually see success in this coming year, regardless of what your past has looked like to someone who's finally reading the Bible with joy as you go about doing it. So the difference between those who just um, read the Bible uh, at a mediocre level or those who kind of make it a, um, a serious discipline in their life, well, we always kind of look at the difference between a first-mile believer and a second-mile disciple. First-mile believer are those who read the Bible when they are desperate for answers. When a second-mile disciple are those who read when they are desperate for Jesus. And the difference is this. Uh, we all know, right, that you can be at a place in your life where things are, are very challenging and you are desperately looking for answer. And so you go to the Bible, even though you haven't gone to it in a long time, and say, okay, I really need to get some answers. And that's good that sometimes conflict um, and challenges in life can draw you to the Scripture. Uh, but if you're just desperate for answers, what's going to happen is that once you get the answer and once the crisis 
crisis is averted, you're not going to spend more time in the scripture. It was more of a first aid kit to run to when you need a bandaging up rather than I want to walk with Jesus. Like I want to know him. And how do we know him? Well, in John 17, 17, he told his disciples in a prayer or he prayed for his disciples, sanctify them in your truth. Your, your word is truth. And so Jesus is knowing if people are going to be sanctified, they're going to be made holy. They're going to grow in their own sanctification and development and discipleship. The Word of God has to be a part of it. You cannot be growing in Christ if you are not connected to His Word. And um, and so with this, one of the most important places for us to start uh, is 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, where it says, All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Now, in those two verses, Paul is telling his son in the faith about how important the Word of God is because it it teaches us uh, how we are to live and, and when we need to make corrections and adjustments along the way. But he says that, that we, if we really uh, meditate on the Scripture and we get to know God's Word, this is equips us. Um, to be able to do every good work, right? And that is such an amazing thought right there because I cannot think of a single good work that God has called us to in life that his word does not um, bring us to uh, at some place. So uh, as as um, a, a discipleship plan that we use in our church and I try to use in, in my own personal life, something I came up with a few years ago called the Distinctive Discipleship Plan, one of the things I'm always encouraging people to do is is to find one discipline, one spiritual discipline that they can start working on. And typically, there are six categories in making your own discipleship plan. And out of those six categories, I try to keep it very open, and you can go down any path. But there is one and only one that I say, uh, hey, if this isn't there, this needs to be your top priority. And it does come down to uh, that one, that spiritual discipline category that if you're not reading the Bible on the regular, I would say don't try to work on praying, don't try to work on fasting, don't try to work on giving, don't try to work on any of these other things. You need to get in God's Word on the regular because if you don't, you are going to be missing this. And, and is prayer important? Yes. But if you get to Scripture, Scripture will command you to pray. Is fasting important? Absolutely. But if you get scripture, it will point to fasting. If you think about those disciplines, they're there, but also just different areas in our life. Is your marriage in trouble? Guess what scripture um, speaks to? Is your is your own purity in trouble? Well, then guess what scripture speaks to? Are you, are you struggling with faith? Are you struggling with anxiety? Is, is greed your issue? Or are there different problems that you're facing against what cultural expectations are and what you believe? Hey, if that's there, guess what the scripture speaks to? So this is why at the beginning of this year or whenever you might be re, uh, listening to this podcast, which may be the middle of the year, regardless of where you are, you don't need to wait on another January 1st to make a commitment to the Lord to read God's Word. Word, you need to say right here, right now, tired of playing games, tired of doing all this kind of um, around about, like I need to get in God's word finally and on a regular basis. And if you do that, it will equip you for not just some good works, but actually equip you for every good work.
So one of the things that you have to think about are what are those things that typically cause us to move away from being finally reading your Bible? Uh, well, number one, one of the issues is distractions. Uh, honestly, we, we live in a time where, honestly, our um, our phones and computers and just all kinds of stuff always clamoring for our attention that it's hard to be able to, to find focused time to read God's Word just due to the level of distractions. In fact, our bodies are now prone to being distracted that if we sit in the silence, we feel uncomfortable and almost are looking for distraction. And distractions are completely um, detrimental to us slowing down and not only reading the Word and studying the Word, but what the biblical authors would often say is like meditating on it, just chewing on it, taking some time to spend it. Uh, distractions can be an issue, but also temptations can be an issue. Uh, I have in the front of my Bible a quote uh, by John Bunyan said that this, this book will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from this book. And a lot of times it can be just downright temptations. It, distractions can be bad, but maybe not sinful, but sometimes just temptations to sin can cause Cause us to desire to be in the things of this world rather than the things of the word. Temptations can definitely draw us away from Scripture. Busyness can draw us away from Scripture. Uh, you may feel like, you know what, uh, work is picked back up and now the kids are back in school and things are going and, and you just find yourself just busy all the time. And you might find that as soon as you hit the ground or even before you hit the ground, right, you before you pick up your Bible, what do we all pick up? We pick up our phone and you want to look at what you missed over the last night on social media, through your email or our text messages, whatever it might be. And I'm just saying, I think something is messed up in our souls if we are needing to hear more from people in the morning than we are our need for hearing from God. And so busyness can draw us where we say, well, I'm just so busy, I don't have the time. I'm just telling you, if you're that busy, you, you don't have the time not to be reading God's Word. You've got to put it into your life and your rhythms, or else you will hit the wall. And, and for some people, it may not be distractions, temptations, or busyness. It could just be downright laziness uh, that with these distractions and temptations and busyness, they can lead to this. But sometimes we're not waking up on time. Uh, we are just not disciplined enough to do the type of things that are important for us. And we find ourselves feeling like that the entire day has just gone and you're just, you say you're busy, but if all of your life is just basically consumed on entertainment and sleep and just kind of a, a level of just genuine slothness, that, that may be the issue. I mean, a lot of us, we do have the time to read God's word. We're just not doing it. And so this is why it is so very important that we start picking up the paces of what we're going to do. So this is what I'm going to encourage you to do right here, right now. Okay, so I started a um, new Bible reading plan um, just a few days ago. Like maybe some of you have, or maybe some of you are kicking yourself because you started and day two resolutions busted and you're just going to wait around until next year. Don't do that. If you have not read God's word by the time that you're listening to my voice, I'm asking you, find a time today to read something. I, I want you, if it's a if it's a psalm of the day, if it is reading a um, your favorite book, maybe you go back to James, right? Or back to Philippians, or, or maybe you say, okay, I've done this and I want to read something a little bit, just take this week and say, I'm going to read a chapter a day through the book of Ephesians, or I'm going to read two chapters through the book of Mark, or, or whatever it is, but I'm going to ask you right now, would you get a couple of wins under your belt this week? And next week, when we come back to this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some, some tips about how you can long-term, on the regular, make Bible reading an actual habit. And if you do that, you're going to be able to start building up some muscles. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a specific challenge that will last um, a 
for a few months for you that might hopefully revolutionize the way that you read the Bible, regardless of whatever plan you're using. Uh, and all the things that you could be hoping to get better at this year, I'm just saying we need to finally read our Bible to be able to see all that God has called us to. I hope to see you on the second mile.